Welcome to the Tarot Startup Podcast. I'm David Harvey, the founder of Tarot Avenue. Along with my guests, we'll be offering strategies, tips and tools to help you launch, market and grow your tarot business. So without further ado, let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Tarot Startup Podcast. Here we are for episode seven already. I can't believe we're there. It's a time is flying and um, you know we're we're getting some good traction with this podcast so thank you very much for listening I really appreciate having your ears and the the feedback that you guys have been sending me as well that's um, fantastic. So in this episode I just wanted to explore it something that I have looked at before through the blog but I just wanted to because I know some of you have been commenting on this post recently so I wanted to just talk about it a bit further on the podcast and go into a bit more detail but this is challenges that I've faced and overcome whilst growing my tarot business. Now there have been many challenges. Um, I actually had written that post about a year ago so other things have popped up since then but um, looking back at it I I noticed that there are a lot of similar themes there so um, I thought it was good to revisit and um, discuss with you and um, hopefully that I, if I highlight some of these issues I've faced and overcome, it can help you do the same in your business. So I hope that you're enjoying everything so far and I hope it is all useful for you. Remember, um, it always helps me if you can like the podcast or rate it on iTunes, that definitely helps. Um, or if you want to email me, just david at taroavenue.com. It's always lovely to hear from you. So let's get into this, just um, some of the main challenges that I have faced because it hasn't all been smooth sailing. You know, they, I think one of the problems is as an outsider looking at other people's businesses and, and tarot businesses or any kind of business, you only see the the product, you only see the uh, the success and you only really hear about the success as well. Um, but sometimes it's worth exploring those, I don't want to say failures, but um, kind of areas that that you could have improved on or things you could have done slightly differently um, because I think if you're real about that that's when you can start to um, make changes and make positive changes that, that will help you move forward. So I would say one of the, um, you know, one of the biggest challenges, certainly when I, I'm casting my mind back to when I first started my business, which would be about three and a half years ago now, I think, uh, the, the tarot business, um, one of the big challenges was just where to start. I really, I knew I had started building a customer base and I knew that I wanted to have this kind of online tarot business and uh, I knew what I wanted it to look like and what I wanted it to be, but I just, I knew nothing about online business. Um, I knew nothing about really running an, an independent business. I've run big kind of corporate businesses. My day job is is running a recruitment company. Um, but it's it's just very different, you know, when you're when you're working on your your own product. So I, I really was kind of a bit overwhelmed by where to start and what to do. Um, but I will refer you back to episode two in the podcast. Um, so if you go taravenue.com slash episode two I do a whole episode there on where to get started. Um, in episode one, we'll look at the why. Episode two is is more about the the how, really. So it's where to get started and just those steps that you can take to to help you 
get along the way. So I would say that was the the kind of number one. It was just where to start. I was just um, I knew what I wanted, just didn't know how to how to get it. Um, and to be honest, knowing what you want can be a big step in the right direction. Um, once you start to really visualize the type of business you want, the type of products you want to create, the type of customers you want, uh, that can certainly take a lot of the it can help point you in the right direction and all of a sudden the the other pieces start to fall into place because you then kind of realize what you're trying to build so i guess it's a bit like goal setting you know if you can focus on your goals then you just need to break it down and take one step along the way but one of the other big challenges that i've had and i still face to this day and and probably always will to be fair is time uh it's really difficult juggling two um, businesses I guess full-time job and the tarot business because I made a commitment that I want to create all this content you know I want to create weekly blog posts I want to do cards of the day on Instagram and um, Facebook I want to do a weekly podcast now and on top of that I want to do tarot readings and create courses and create candles all those things so you can imagine it really piles up and Whilst I think consistency is definitely key, like I, one of the things that I always preach is if, you, if you're saying you're going to do a weekly podcast, make it weekly. If you're saying you're going to do a weekly blog post, make it weekly. I have missed a couple of times, um, to, to be fair, um, and I, I do own that. I don't like missing because I think it's a, a case of uh, I'm making that commitment. So I would encourage you to really at the beginning think about what am I capable of and don't overcommit at the beginning because I have grown uh, along the way so I started just with one blog post a week and all the other things have grown out of that so I think it's a, a case of um, don't try and take on too much right at the beginning because you will get more efficient as you go but time management is a struggle um, because you also want to like I, I really want to throw everything into this business but also I need to um, make sure that my full-time job's taken care of but also my life outside of work you know I need to so it's all it's all a case of finding balance um, and and the juggle struggle I always think the two of pentacles whenever I think of that but um, the thing is, it really helps if you're doing something you're passionate about. You know, I love tarot. It's something that I'm highly passionate about. I love teaching other people tarot. I love teaching other people how to grow tarot businesses. So this, it doesn't feel like a chore. It's just a case of trying to fit it in with everything. Um, so one of the things as well that I um, kind of found, it, and this was, I, I think I heard this um some kind of business coach talking or online and you know it, it said everybody always complains they don't have enough time and that there isn't time to do this and that but he says well it always gets them to think well how much tv did you watch last week or what are you watching on tv at the moment people like game of thrones it's like well you have got time you're just choosing to uh to spend it watching game of thrones and there's nothing wrong with that but it's kind of then time can't really be the excuse. Um, however, I, I would say it's more balance for me. So yes, I could come back and spend every free minute I have working on tarot, but it's really important to me to have that life and, and to be careful that I don't get burnt out as well. I want to have a, a real balance in there um, with my kind of work and life and tarot business and friends and family and all, all those things as well. Um, so you definitely, you will get more efficient as you go, but one of my 
top tips um, that I would um, that I would want to give you is um, batching. Um, it might sound a bit weird if you haven't thought about it, but instead of say, for instance, if you are recording a weekly podcast, instead of every week getting the equipment out and thinking, all right, okay, here I go. What am I going to talk about? Okay, right, I'm going to re- hit record and go. The best way to do this, the most efficient way, is to batch. So you want to um, really kind of lay out. I I would spend, for instance, what I did, spent a day or part of a day and um, planning you know planning the episodes so writing out the the guides for the episodes writing out what do I want to for the next 10 episodes what do I want to achieve so writing down the kind of outlines for them and then even some of the detail of what I'm going to talk about and that can change over time as well but then you f- feel like you're ended that day with a bit of a plan so I've got my 10 episodes laid out there and then I will go into recording mode and I will record I wouldn't record 10 in a row because that would be Uh, a huge commitment but I will maybe record um, for instance today I'm going to record three episodes so uh, I would maybe record three or four in a day um, get them all recorded and then maybe spend the next day editing um, adding on the kind of intros outros getting them uploaded to the website getting them scheduled things like that so um, you know realistically you could do four or five at at a time and um, I would highly advise that because you will find that you've then got a bit of breathing space. You've got a buffer, so you've got those episodes in front of you. But if you can continue to stay ahead of the game, so maybe after you've got those five recorded, maybe you can do two or three each week. And then all of a sudden you find like you've got six months worth of podcasts there. So you can kind of take the foot off the pedal and and more focus on other things or focus on promoting the podcast, um, which is also equally important. And the same goes for if you're um, marketing, if you're, you're doing any marketing emails or um, letters or flyers or whatever, you can do it all at the same time. Um, Or if you are doing your tarot readings, you might want to do them all in the one go. However, you might find that too tiring. So it's important that you work with your own rhythms as well. And blog posts, very similar to the podcast. I would uh, sit down and maybe knock out two or three at the at the one time uh, but I would just get them down on paper don't worry about the editing don't worry about the images don't worry about all those things that can be at a later stage but it's important that you find your rhythm you know when you're feeling creative when you're feeling in that kind of production mode that you get into it get as much down as you can and you can always polish it later there's no um there's no problem with that um so I think batching if I can pass anything on about time management that would be the that would be the best thing I think um and it's also quite a good thing to do in life as well you know you hear people doing their Sunday meal preps for the week and all of a sudden it's much easier you actually save a lot of time if you're um you know just cooking all the meals at one go and there you've got your week's meals made on a Sunday night rather than spending say an hour every single night you, you'll find it so say that could have taken you five hours for your midweek meals you'll probably find you can knock them out in two hours on on a Sunday so there you go that's um batching and, and kind of time management um 101 just the top line there but hopefully that gives you some some help um, one of the other things that really came up for me, especially at the beginning, not so much now, but it does sneak in every now and again, it's very, very common, um, is imposter syndrome. 
Now, imposter syndrome is that little voice in your head that's like, am I good enough? Who do I think I am to be passing on this advice? Why do I think I can teach people about tarot when there's people out there that have been reading tarot for 40 years and will know much more than me? Why do I think I can um, read tarot for somebody when I'm not psychic? Um, you know, it's you start to really... Um, you can start to get those really destructive voices inside you and it's almost like the self-saboteur comes out and just wants to hold you back. And I think that's partly because, you know, there's there's part of us that just wants to stay the same. There's another part of us that's ambitious and wants to keep moving forward, but there is a little part of us that just wants things to stay as they are. So this little kind of inner saboteur always tries to hold us back. Um, but what I would say is you have to kind of really push through that because yes you will those thoughts will come up for you but you just have to get through them um it's you know the the thing is you are you're constantly evolving so i look back at my work that i did say two and a half three three and a half years ago when i first started uh the tarot business my website was really not very good um my tarot reading was good but i think it's better now over time um the blog posts that i was creating they were just a bit shabby they just weren't very slick the images weren't very good um you know the ideas were there but maybe not as kind of thought out or as polished as as they are now but the thing is you you learn as you go i think one of the most important things is to take the jump and people want to hear your point of view the the thing is it doesn't matter if you have 50 years tarot experience or if you even have one you know like i'm i'm here teaching people how to grow a business my business is fairly new you know compared to some people that have had tarot businesses for 25 years However, I feel like I've got a different point of view to those people because I've been through it recently and um, I, I feel like I'm just kind of like a couple of steps ahead of you guys. Um, so I want to take you on that journey. Whereas sometimes when you're taking um, lessons from somebody that has been doing it forever, things were very different when they set up their business and um, the advice that they have, it, you know, it's all very well for them to say, oh, send an email out. But what if you don't have any email subscribers or, and, you know, acquiring all those email subscribers, say, even 10 years ago is very different to now. Um, so I'm not saying that you can't learn off those people because what they teach will be highly relevant. It's just that it's a different tone of voice and you, you will find that people gravitate towards you for your personality, for your life experience, what you've been through. So even as kind of for as tarot readers, you know, we don't always... I don't always need to have the most experienced tarot reader reading for me. I want somebody that I can connect with. So somebody that understands me, my situation, uh, somebody that I can relate to. So I think the, you know, the key message there with imposter syndrome, when that little voice is saying, am I good enough? The, the whole thing is you will never know until you try. And honestly, if you're trying, you probably are good enough. You know, it's, it's all kind of in there um bursting to get out so don't let it get the better of you um because i could 
easily have given up this a, a long time ago and been like, no, I just, I, I just haven't got what it takes. I'm not good enough. And um, so I think the the thing is, you will have failures along the way. There will be things that go go wrong, but that's fine. There's um, a podcaster called John Lee Dumas, and he um, has a saying. He says, "Every master starts with disaster." I love that because I think, well, yeah, because you know the the people who are doing the oh, what do you call it the pole vault you know you don't just come out and be able to break a world record in the pole vault you have to fall many times you're not a dancer doing kind of 32 pirouettes they don't come out and just you, you don't do that from birth it's, it's a case of you have to learn and you have to fall over you have to make mistakes and you have to learn from those mistakes and pick yourself up to keep moving forward so get rid of, rid of that inner saboteur um just push forward give it a go um don't let kind of that perfection syndrome hold you back either just go for it um, one of the other things that kind of does tie in with that is comparisonitis as well. We are terrible, um, and I think especially in this age of social media and stuff as well, we're terrible for comparing ourselves to other others. And um, it, there's a Roosevelt quote that says, comparison is the thief of joy. <gasps> Couldn't, couldn't agree more that how how good is that so you know when you start to compare yourself to others when you think oh that person's doing so much better than me and oh their website looks amazing mine's rubbish oh they're really successful they've they're having loads of tarot readings they've got a thriving business and um you know you you can it, it's a real thing that as I say, special with social media, but I've just let that go now. And you just have to let it go. Don't compare yourself to others because, again, you have a different point of view. You're going through different things. Um, I think it's good to see what competitors are doing, see what other people are doing. I don't think we always kind of consider them competitors in tarot. I certainly don't because I think there's room for everybody and um, there's a case of everybody's point of view is valid. But I think just don't be crushed by when you look at, say, somebody's Instagram. You're like, oh, my goodness, I've got 10,000 followers. I've got 100. So it's the it's the real thing of, um, you know, you just don't know what's going into them getting those 10,000 followers. It may be that Instagram is the only thing that they have done. It may be that they've bought followers, which you can actually do, but I definitely wouldn't recommend because it's not really ethical. And, you know, you've got all these followers, but they're not interested in what you're saying <laughs> they're only there because you bought them um so that's so you just never know what's going on behind the scenes and i would say that in kind of every aspect of facebook and all, all those kind of things as well i think there, there's a case of you really start to to look at you can look at other people's lives but you're only seeing this veneer because you're only seeing what people are choosing to show you so um i would say just don't worry about comparing yourself to others um you know i had it um at the very beginning as well i would do facebook lives and just nobody would show up <laughs> and then you'd look at other people's facebook lives they would have like 200 people watching i'm like what am i doing wrong but it's all fine it's just a case of learning well i need to put in more work and how can i drive more people and um that's the whole point of this podcast as well to help you kind of build that audience build that tribe uh, tribe so you don't have uh those kind of no shows um so it's a real kind of um i think you just need to 
take your mind away from comparing. Uh, you need to plow on, you know, check in with that intuition. Is this right? Don't give up on things either. Um, I think it's important to look at data, like if you're doing certain kind of Instagram posts or Facebook Lives or something. If it's not growing, um, yes, you need to give it, you need to give it a good crack, you know, because sometimes these things take a little bit of time to to catch on. So you need to give it a good shot. Um, but if it's not working after say a couple of months and you're looking at the stats and thinking, right, that's not really working, pivot, try something different, see if that's working. Just be careful not to pivot too quickly because um, you will find, and I've been guilty of this as well, you'll find that people can jump from thing to thing to thing and the next shiny thing, uh, but consistency is going to be your friend um, and eventually the people will come and find you. Um, one of the other challenges was, um, and I kind of mentioned this at the beginning, was learning about online business. Uh, I just didn't really know. I, I really didn't know what to do. I, I, I knew I wanted to start the business and had no idea where to start. So I started studying, listening to podcasts, doing courses, trying to learn about online business. And honestly, that's what I'm passing on to you through this podcast is everything that I have learned along the way, but I'm trying to make it relevant to tarot. So I I can kind of distill that information, but give you the, the absolute kind of gold that you're going to need to, to help you move forward. So I would encourage you to get out there and learn, um, but listen to this podcast, you know, talk to um, other online business owners, maybe get in some forums, maybe get on, um, you know, get on, listen to some, um, do a, a course, maybe a marketing course or something as well. But I think there's, um, it, it, it's certainly, I'm hoping that this podcast will help you move in the right direction with that. Um, one of the other things, you know, I have committed to weekly podcasts, weekly blog posts, all those things, generating ideas. It's, um, I, and it's a bit of a double-edged sword because sometimes I have, oh, millions of ideas that all come at the same time, but then I'm like, oh my goodness, but it's, I've just got to try and execute everything. But there are also times I'm thinking, ooh, right, don't know what I'm going to write by this week. You just run out of inspiration. So it's constantly kind of, I think the main thing is checking in with your customers, like as I am with you guys, um, and checking what people want, you know, like, and you, for instance, um, you know, if you have any podcast topics that you want, if there's any area that you want to explore, just email me david at taroavenue.com because I find it really useful to um, to get insights from you. I run a um, I, I ran a survey of my audience last year and asking them what they wanted to hear more of, what they liked, what they want. So that was really helpful for me. It helped me kind of get all my um, stuff together and um, helped me generate those ideas. But it is something that you need to always just always take it back to your audience always take it back to what do they want what do they need what am I trying to achieve go back to that intention um, am I trying to help them live their best life am I trying to help them read tarot with more ease am I help trying to help them grow their tarot business and it can be you know in my business I, I, I like to think that I do all those things but you can't do it all at once so you have to kind of break it down one other thing that comes up, I've had, um, talking about generating ideas, I've come up with ideas thinking, oh, that's 
brilliant. You know, I'm going to, I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now, but I'm going to do this. It's going to be so good. It'll be so fresh. People will love it. And then you go and do a little bit of research and you'd see that it's been done before. <laughs> and then you're like, no, how can that, how can that, how can somebody else have thought of that? But I think the the thing is you'll find that there's kind of no such thing as an original idea. Most things have been done before. But I think what the important thing is that you want to put your tone of voice into whatever it is that you're doing. Um, you don't want to be a copycat. You don't want to be uh, just copying somebody else's blog material. A, that's kind of illegal and against copyright. Um, but also, what's the point? You know, that's not really helping anybody. So I think you can um, certainly take inspiration from others. But if you come up with an idea and you see that it's been done before, just put your own spin in it. Take that idea a little bit further and... Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that because your your tribe are tuning into you because they want to hear your tone of voice and how how you do things. Um, another thing is um, just scaling the tarot business. So um, it was a real challenge. And going back to time, I was getting more and more tarot readings booked in, but that was kind of like restricting me in terms of oh, I don't really have much time now for all the other things I want to do, like growing the business, because my time was a bit limited. And that's when I decided to move on to, and I've spoken about this in the last episode, uh, but that's when I decided to move more to a one-to-many type model and created my tarot course so I can serve a lot of people through the online course rather than having to uh, rely on that kind of one-on-one because I just wanted to really make best use of my time and reach as many people as possible and even this podcast is a kind of one-to-many type thing Um, it's not me consulting with each person one-on-one and so I kind of pushed back a bit um, cut back a bit on the tarot readings and have been focusing more on growing uh, a scaling uh, sustainable kind of business that doesn't require as much kind of one-on-one time with me but that's been really good fun Um, and I think um, one of the little tip here for you say if you want to work as a full-time tarot reader what a good thing to do before you make that leap is kind of work backwards you know figure figure out how much money do you have to make in a year to live comfortably so I don't know what it would be for you, $40,000, whatever that would be. Um, what you then want to do is divide that by 52 to get the weekly figure. Now divide that by how much you charge for your readings. So that will just give you an idea of how many readings you would need to consistently book every week of the year to be successful uh, or to get you to where you need to be. So that might make you rethink in terms of maybe your pricing. It uh, might make you rethink about going full-time. Um, uh, but I think it's important to be realistic about what's achievable. Uh, I think you can definitely, it can definitely be done, but you've just got to make sure that you're ready and you're in the, the financial position to, to do that. Um, one of the other things, challenges I face, and I wouldn't say I've really overcome this, to be honest. It's constant. It's a constant struggle for me and something that I will address further down the track is social media. Um, I really like social media, but it's for me, it's a real time-draining um, beast and it's, it's ever-changing um, as well. So I, I feel like I've, I've not really... I, I only... I'm on YouTube... Um, Facebook and Instagram and I feel like 
I've done okay on them, but I haven't really mastered it because, to be honest, I just haven't been putting the the time and the effort in to to grow those. But that's something that I definitely want to do, and um, you guys will be first to know, and I'll be taking you along on that journey with me as well um, and sharing any insights. I'm hoping to interview some people actually that have been successful in that area so hopefully we'll have some interviews coming up as well which could be good um and then i think one of the um last things is kind of um and and i feel like i have done this well because it is one that i've overcome but building a community um it's really lovely to kind of build that community where you get engagement where people are talking to you where they're opening your emails where they're sharing their kind of hopes dreams and fears and um it's something that has taken a little bit of time to to build um and one of the problems that you'll find through um all the tools that I kind of give you to grow your business, there's a lot of kind of you giving. So there's like free podcasts, there's blog posts, there's eBooks, there's webinars, all those things. So you feel like you're kind of giving all the time and not necessarily getting a lot back, but you just have to open those channels of communication, make sure that people have a way to get back to you, whether that be through a Facebook group, whether it be through inviting them to email you, whether it be through a form on your website. Um, But I do find that sometimes you get the lovely emails uh, you know um just uh, i had one just this morning that i read actually somebody saying that they're growing their tarot business and that they're, they're they're finding this really useful and they're so appreciative of everything that i'm kind of putting out there so it's lovely those things just kind of pick you up and help you help move you along in the right direction so i think that's kind of the the main problems that I have overcome I would say but um, you know when you say they're challenges it's I see it more as yeah I guess they're obstacles that you can or hurdles that you just have to kind of leap over but I've had a lot of fun doing it and um, more importantly I'm kind of really growing uh, along with the business I'm, I'm growing in terms of um, how to run a business. I'm growing in terms of the content I'm producing. I'm growing in terms, I think, in the quality that I'm producing as well. But um, I, I'm getting a lot from this as well. So uh, there, there's a lot coming back at me from my tribe or my tarot clan. Um, but it's um, it, it's certainly a labor of love, but I think it's um, something that that is very rewarding and I'm sure that it will be great for you guys. So as I say, if you have any comments, just drop me an email but um, or just write in the write me a lovely little review. But I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Tarot Startup Podcast. For more information, visit www.taroavenue.com slash podcast.